Sid and Friends in the Morning, 77 WABC. We believe the borders should remain open. That's the official position of this city, but we have made it clear there should be a decompression strategy that we could properly deal with the volumes that's coming into our city, and no cities should have to carry the burden of a national of the national government. Some action, but like Mick Jagger said, I can't get no satisfaction. The girls are all around, but none of them want to get with me. My threads are fresh, and I'm looking deaf. Yo, what's up, what a LOC? The girls was all jocking at the other end of the bar. Have a drink with some no name chump when they know that I'm the star. So I got up and strolled over to the other side of the cantina. I asked the guy, Why are you so fly? He said, Funky Cole Medina. Both Curtis Sliwa and Bernard McGurk love Tone Logue, so here you have a little funky Comodina to start our number two of our six-hour Bernie Remembrance Extravaganza today. And I heard that piece of audio from the mayor, and I almost fell over. I mean, I just had Adams on last Thursday. The policy is, I've never heard about this policy, the policy is we want the borders open. Well, hold on a second. If you want the borders open, which we know you do, duh, we've been telling you that, then what are you critical about Joe Biden about? And by the way, how ironic is it that the mayor says the policy is we want open borders, which is destroying this city. My God, Adams, I am so disappointed in you. And yet my Orcus, who should be put in prison, admitted yesterday things are so bad, so bad, He wants to build 20 miles of border wall. Folks, what in the name of God is going on? My man gets big ratings noon to one every weekday afternoon. Huge ratings, hosting overnights as well, but does his best work alongside me right here every weekday morning. And uh, I looked at his face when I played that cut, and he looked about as confused as I am, but he's Seemingly has an answer. Why, Curtis? What what could he possibly mean by that? Well, he, you got to listen to what he says. I realize it's difficult. You get vertical from all the contradictions of Eric Adams. He's all over the map. It's, uh, remember, he says his whole administration is pivot and shift, pivot and shift, which is the old-fashioned flip-flop. So he goes on record and he says, that's the official position of the city of New York, open border. What is that written as a... Yeah. Where? I thought the official position for the city of New York was doggy. Right. Because <laughs> we're taking it in the ass exactly. every day. Exactly. So you show now, you would think the reporters, the reporters would hit him hard and say, where is it written that this is the official position of the city of New York that we support open borders? That's number one. Number two, he says that. Oh, I'm going on a migrant discouragement tour, MDT. Last night in Mexico City, this guy was raising the roof. Now, how do I know, Pete? I have guardian angels in Mexico City. Of course you do. 
And so they noticed that the mayor's entourage, uh, he's talking to business people, he's going to the Basilica, yeah, 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 like he knows who the hell the lady of Guadalupe is. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> you would ask him, who's the lady of Guadalupe? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, till 3 in the morning, he's raising the roof. Have you ever been to Mexico City? Oh, my God. Night and life till the break of dawn, except you better have armed guards because they'll kidnap you, take you to the local ATM, and you have to keep withdrawing until that credit card is completely depleted. Or they chop your head off and hang you from a nearby bridge. That's the way it is in Mexico. And then he's going to come. You should be really the uh, like the Chamber of Commerce guy. Come yeah. to Mexico, and here's what you have to look forward exactly. to. No, it's We're a... going to rob you, rape you, or kill you. Right. You it's... sound like Donald Trump. It's a great <laughs> city, Mexico City. It's a great But city. if you got money, you better be traveling, rolling strong That's with armed great. guards. Yeah. No, yeah, I know you're right, because I actually, for my 40th birthday, oh, my God, that was 16 years ago. For my 40th birthday, Danielle took us on a cruise to Mexico. I think we did Acapulco and Cancun. And I remember back then, 16 years ago, I was scared to death walking around in Cancun in the city. It just it just looked sleazy. You know, the weather was great, and people were banging tequila shots off their helmets. But, my God, did it look brutal. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law. Personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at at info at GaboLaw.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident. Yeah, but you know, some we talk about, like Lindsey Graham, let's bomb Mexico to narco-terrorists. You idiot. You know how many expats, expatriates of America now live down there? A lot. Yeah. In communities because they can live off of Social Security. You know how many Americans go there as tourists? Remember yeah. they say, don't go. Even Ted Cruz goes down there, I know. right? Yeah. I know they all go. So last night I was at Russo's on the bed. You oh, know, I don't know my my good buddy Frankie Russo. Yeah, I love Frankie Russo, and uh, Paul DiGiacomo, the head of the DEA, not the Drug Enforcement Agency, the Detectives and Domin Agency. Not that any of those detectives remember you from your earlier days. You know, it's funny you say that because. They gave me an award, which was absolutely ridiculous. Is that like Elvis getting the uh, badge there from Richard Nixon from the DEA? Or like Shaquille O'Neal, he got an honorary sheriff badge one day. And all these guys are coming up in wheelchairs. I swear, Curtis, missing eyes. I mean, just unbelievable heroes. And they give me an award. And uh, I get up there, and you know me, I start to cry. I'm the John Bain on radio. I cry everything. So the speech is over, and about 50 guys walk over to me. I'm not exaggerating, gentlemen. 50 guys. I got to tell you, that was the most beautiful speech I've ever heard. And one guy goes to me, and I know that we gave you a hard time because I've been arrested twice. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, yes, but I never got angry because I always knew it was my fault. I never held it against you. Yeah, you may not know this, Pete, but he was in that beat-up Lincoln with Joe Pepitone on Newport (laughs) and Rockaway (laughs) Avenue in Brownsville. When Joe gets busted with the I Miss Black Cowboy (laughs) hat on, he he gets cuffed, he's walking into the 73rd Precinct Brownsville, and he didn't deny it. He said, yeah, I got a problem. Yeah. I got a problem. That's true. So, uh, So while I was there last night at Russo's on the Bay, you were not in Queens, I believe... 
You're with a dear friend of mine, a councilwoman in Brooklyn. Is that yes, right? Yes, I went to her meeting, her monthly meeting, Republicans at the Knights of Columbus. And You're talking I, about Inna Vernikoff. Yes, Inna Vernikoff, uh, because I had uh, come up with some bad news about Manhattan Beach. I'll get to it momentarily. But I took the train at King's Highway. What a horrible train station that is now that's now, surrounding that, area. Now, when I was a kid on East 16th Street and, and Kings Highway, yeah, that yeah. was my train. I lived on East 22nd oh, and that Clinton. Was, that was great. Uh, it was the D train and the Q train back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. Is that what it still is? Uh, of course. Of course. So you get off there, right? And then I'm walking around there, and there are guys nodding out, you know, dope fiends. You never saw that before. On, on Kings Highway? Yeah, there's garbage, there's graffiti, there's empty buildings. I, I thought it I thought it went basically Russian. It was doing okay. Well, it is still mostly Russian, Asian, but still. Dirty. I mean, dirty. Oh. Dope, and the smell of, of weed everywhere. I know. I was uh, getting a secondary high, and then I walked down Quentin Road towards Notion. I always walked. By my house. Right. East 22nd and Quentin. You Madison, passed my house. Madison High School right there. And I said, this is where socialism started in America. Bernie the Altacaca Sanders. <laughs> the worst of America and the best. Cousin Brucey went to Madison High uh, School. You can also add to the bad list of Bernie Sanders' Chuck Schumer. Yes. And add to the good list. Norm Coleman, yes. my first cousin. And let's add to the bad list. Oh, uh, uh, one more good one for you. Roy though. DeMeo. Oh, yes, uh, Roy DeMeo. But one more good one for you, a man that you idolized. I can't believe you left him out. Madison High School. You ready, Curtis? Yes. Marty Glickman. Marty Glickman, that's right. <laughs> and then Andrew Dice Clay. <laughs> Did he go there? Yes. He, go, he didn't go to Sheepshead? No, I'm pretty sure Andrew Dice okay. Clay went there. Uh, okay. Right. And then, of course, we got to come in with the woman. Justice Ginsburg went there. She did. A lot of Ruth. people went there. Yes. Wow. My mother went there. The great Naomi Rosenberg oh, went right. to Madison. What a, what a great football field. <laughs> Unlike the old New Utrecht football oh, field. That was the worst. Or sheep said it was all rocks. Yes, exactly. Yes. Actually, now, the nicest football field is Midwood. But they played their home games at Morrow High School. Yes. They built a nice football field right yeah, there. And, and anyway, so I walk in. I Columbus Place is packed. Good Republican club. And uh, Ina Vernikoff said, Curtis... Let our people know what's going to happen. I said, Manhattan Beach. You know, that day, earlier in the day, I had looked at the location. They're going to put up a tent for a 1,000 single, able-bodied young men of military age with nothing to do, nowhere to go, right on the baseball field next to the soccer field, uh, right there before you enter Kingsboro uh, 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 Junior Community College. college. Yeah. Well, we call it Junior College. We call it K by the Bay. Who refused <laughs> to give... Uh, the great Sid Rosenberg, uh, and a great alumni award because he said, Jew! That's right. They wouldn't let me speak at the commencement. They wanted me to do the commencement address. Jeff Lax is a gentleman's name. He's a professor there. Yes. And they said no, because like, you know, as Curtis said, because I'm a Jew. <laughs> they Imagine, you're surrounded by Jews. Like, you know, nine out of every ten people living on Manhattan Beach are reformed, conservative, yeah. orthodox. Syrians, a lot of Syrians. Oh, my God, yeah. yeah. It's like... Uh, yeah. Hazit, Hazit. It's like the Brooklyn version of Deal, New Jersey, yeah. right? <laughs> Million-dollar mansions. They're going to pop a tent right there. And so her aide gets up and he says, and I want you to know, City Hall said, Curtis is a liar, a serial liar. It's not going to happen. I said... You know something? People, you want to believe Eric Adams, who's playing the race card on everybody, or you want to be believe me, who's Sid Rosenberg, and then when I mention your name, you give a nice <laughs> listen to Sid every morning. Yeah. yeah. He goes, Sid says I'm 95% right. Now, 98, I changed it. Oh, 98. Okay. I amended it to 98. So who are you going to believe? 
So believe it or not, there was still some Altacatas in there. Yeah, but you know, he wears nice schmatas, you know. He's always smiling. I said, okay, you believe him, and when the tent is there, there's nothing you can do. You got to organize now like we did the night before in Bay Ridge. And we had the mother of all demonstrations. They want to pop three. One in Bay Ridge, one in Diker Heights, and one in your beloved Fort Hamilton next to Polly Prep. Right there? Right next to the football field on the other side oh, as you go not, towards not, the hospital. But not in, you were not in, like, Jumani Williams' apartment. In no, Fort Hamilton. Hamilton. <laughs> of course not. Oh, my God. But you understand, I'm out there. I'm like Paul Revere. And you get Somerset's people, they're out the chachas. Oh, he's, he's such a nice guy. You know, I met him one time. He shook my hand. Like, you've never had your hand shook by a black man before? What is wrong with you? And you think all of a sudden he's going to be nice to you? You're a cracker! That's what I said. And they're oh, oh, oh. So I had to straighten him out. Ina Vernikov, great. Uh, she was very receptive. I she's going to win. Right? She's going to win easily. Yeah, yeah. Right? I'm campaigning for her on so many other people. And I know she's also in the Ari Kagan camp as well, obviously. Yes, over Ari Justin Brand. Oh, yes. we got we to do this. Because the Democrats, remember, if, if your uh, leader, Eric Adams, says the official position of the city of New York is open borders, you got to wear it. You got to go out there and campaign on it because I'm going to smash it right in your face. 60 seconds to go. Uh, Bernie loved you. He did. And by the way, we loved Kubi too. In fact, when we first came here and we did our contracts, I got us, I got our contracts done. Bernie had no idea what to do. So my agent at the time was Heather Cohen. And, uh, Heather did the, the contracts. And, uh, Kubi reached out and said, listen, let me look at them pro bono. And let me make sure everything's okay. And he did that. We appreciated that. But Bernie had his run-ins with Kobe quite a bit, as you know. But not you. He loved you. Uh, he always thought you were the real hero, as I've come to find is absolutely true. So today, he's uh, gone one year. Anything you want to say about your friend Bernard? Absolutely. Remember, uh, Sid, he came into the side room where I prepared for my show, and he sat one-on-one with me because he knows I had prostate cancer I made the worst decision in the world to have my prostate out. I paid for it every day. What year was that, Kurt? Every day. This is uh, about 2000. Whoa, I'd say two two years ago. Two years ago. Right, two years ago. Yeah. And he described to me everything he was going through, and I knew it had metastasized. He had waited too late. And I said, you better get your butt into a hospital he fiddle-faddled out in Long Island. They did a number of procedures to him that uh, set him back. Well, they destroyed his anus. Right. The man, I mean, it's a horrible thing. Oh, could, he couldn't sit he couldn't for sit, the final yeah. year. I yeah, mean, it's terrible. terrible. And then finally he came into the city to get better treatment, but it was too late. And the poor guy in his final year suffered. He never got the PSA blood test. Guys, you got to get the test. Secondly, women out there, you got to be a nudge. You got to be a nag. I give you permission to be a black widow spider because you let your husband or your boyfriend know I will be a black widow spider if you don't get the test. And then use all the other therapies. Do not, under any circumstance, get your prostate taken out unless all other measures fail because you are going to be impotent incontinent, and you're going to be wearing a diaper, a Depends diaper, for the rest of your life. And they never tell you that. They never tell you that. 
If you had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident. You're right. Do me a favor. When uh, the doctor comes in later on today, and we're going to have uh, this uh, really big-time doctor, his name, folks, is uh, Sean Zimberg. He's the medical director of radiation oncology at Advanced Radiation Centers of New York. He's going to be in in the 10 o'clock hour. I want to invite you back uh, specifically for the 10 and 1040 segments, to talk to him about your experiences, what you know, and have a good conversation because you've been there. Bernie, love you. Would you do that for me today? Oh, absolutely. Thank and you. Bernie, remember, came out of the Monroe Housing Projects. He was the white shadow there. It was all black at the time. Wesley Snipes came out of there. You show me a white guy because they, they called him a racist. Remember, they called him a freaking racist. This guy grew up in the projects with black people. Uh, when I campaigned for mayor, I was at the Monroe Housing Projects. The older black woman would say, how's Bernie? He was so, so great. He taught some of our, our children how to read. He was always reading books. They put that big R on him. Well, that was really Al Sharp. I mean, uh, Sharpton, yeah. Don't and forget. Obama. Let's not forget oh, Barack yes. Obama. Yes. And when he went up to Boston, and I remember I was there in the morning. Yeah. They were interviewing me, and they said Bernie was going to come up here and be the co-host. And Barack Obama and Al Slim Shady Sharpton said, you you hire that racist, we're going to boycott all your advertisers. Well, after the Rutgers incident, we were all labeled that. Don't forget, Spike Lee went on the Oprah Winfrey show and went after me, and then my... Gig at uh, Seton Hall University was canceled because ADL called me a racist too. So all of us, me, Bernard, Imus, the whole crew fell under that uh, unfortunate and lying umbrella after the Rutgers incident. So, anyway. That's right. But to Bernie, man, you are a stand-up guy. Toughest white guy ever in the radio talk show business, without a doubt. And you... With a victim of that. <laughs> you want to hear something funny, Curtis? Last Tuesday, three uh, two days ago, October 3rd, 2003, was actually Fear at the Pier. 20 years ago, two days ago, Bernie destroyed me at Chelsea Piers. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.